Welcome back to Coffee and Change. On episode two, we speak with Julia Ko, a customer experience strategy consultant who helps clients understand who their customers are and define a strategy for success and always exceeding their expectations. Julia is also passionate about mentorship and mentoring and recently started a blog on the topic. So welcome, Julia. Tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Julia Ko, and Bill, you and I met how long ago? Over a year ago. Over a year ago. Yeah, I believe it was over a year ago. It's kind of nuts. I've been with West Monroe for a little over three years, so I was hired right out of college. Um, but yeah, I was born and raised in Washington, went to UW. Obviously, as you know, consultants sure. get to do a million things, um, but that's essentially what I was hired um, into okay. originally. And one of those million things that you do in work and outside of work, um, I learned about a blog that you wrote um, yeah. called Executives on the Rise. Do I have that correct? Yeah. Okay. Tell us a little bit about the blog, um, the, the idea behind it, um, what started it, what kicked it off, and kind of your vision for it. So it actually started as sort of a random thought. Mm -hmm. Um, probably when I first started my career. So right when I was graduating from college, um, that's when Sheryl Sandberg came out with her book, Lean In. Right. And I mean, people talk about women in business before, but it was all of a sudden like this movement started and it was talked about all the time. Like, what does it mean to be a woman in a career? Mm -hmm. And I didn't quite relate to it just yet because obviously I was just graduating from college and just starting my job. I didn't have that many experiences to draw from. And so I remember listening to the things that people were talking about and not being able to fully digest them. And so as I started to progress in my career, I was able to start to relate to some of those things. Mm -hmm but I still felt kind of disconnected. So for, for example, everyone talks about work-life balance. Yes. And as a woman, most of the time when people talk about work-life balance, it's within the context of having a family and having kids. So if you're someone like me, who's in their 20s, just starting their career, single, not probably gonna have kids for a long time, well, it doesn't mean that I'm not allowed to have work-life balance. It just means that I'm going to pursue it in a different way. But I just didn't feel like there was anyone that I could really look to with that kind of name recognition like Sheryl Sandberg mm -hmm. that could say it's okay to want that balance when you're in your 20s and you don't have a family yet and here's kind of how you do it. And so I just felt like there was like a gap in a lot of the conversations when it came to women in business. Mm -hmm. There were just things that I couldn't quite relate to quite yet, but there were things that I was struggling with regardless. And so I just wanted to kind of engage in the conversation in the most authentic way, and I just didn't know how. So that was just kind of running in my head for a long time. And then um, I think it was probably a year ago, I thought, well, maybe I should actually crystallize this mm -hmm. and make it something actually tangible. Um, and so the reason why that actually happened, as you know, is because I pursued kind of like a, per a personal dream of mine, which was to compete in a beauty pageant. Right. And so 
not everyone kind of knows sort of like how a beauty pageant works, but for most girls go in with kind of like their thing. So a charity that they work for or something that makes them unique. And so for me, I wanted to be as authentic as I could. And this is kind of what I think about a lot of the time. So I thought, why don't I start a blog, Mm -hmm. start talking about the things that I'm going through that I know other people are going through are not quite talking about it um and then just kind of see where it goes from there so one of the things i actually read in in sort of that first blog was the was the importance of mentorship and having mentors and as you described you as you mentioned in your first blog sort of the importance of mentoring and i, I believe you, you gathered a group of, of women in business together to talk about that tell me a little bit about how that went and if if that changed your perspective on mentoring did it reinforce it as you started to write that blog and bring together those, those women in business. Tell me a little bit about how that how that came to be. Yeah, so I would say this past year, it was a promotion year for mm-hmm. me. And so- Congratulations, by the thank way. Thank you. And so I, in looking back and looking at how I kind of navigated how to get there, I wouldn't have known what to do if it weren't for people like you or people that were on my team that were kind of coaching me through the process of not only just how to kind of make a case for yourself, but also just having the confidence to ask for it. Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that that was the norm, that there were just always people around willing to invest without me having to initiate anything. And so I thought, well, why don't I just get a group of these people that I'm talking to already? bring in someone that I admire and that I've gotten a lot of really great advice from and see if she can provide some insight okay. that could be helpful. Yeah, it was just, in, I mean, it was really informal. It was just in my living room, lots of, you know, appetizers and wine. And we were just kind of like sitting around in a circle and just talking about things. And people were candid and mm-hmm. vulnerable. And it was a very open conversation about what it means to be a young woman today. I'm curious if you if you felt going into that mm-hmm. the concept of mentoring. Uh, a lot of times it's it feels like it has to be something that's so pronounced yeah. and so formal as you yeah. described. Do you feel that's changing today uh, or in the expectations of younger people entering the workforce? I, I, I was reading a, a recent Harvard Business Review article that you know said sort of that systematized corporate approach to mentoring doesn't really work for a lot of the younger folks that are joining the workforce because they want it to be personal. They want it to start in a place of vulnerability. They want to be able to ask open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's changed? So I feel like it's always going to be a balance of both. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's someone that you really admire that you work with or maybe you don't work with and you want to build a relationship, there's a lot of initiative that goes into to building that sort of relationship on your end. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's probably a more formal approach to it, right? There's like some sort of email outreach or something like that. And I think that's fine and it works and I've done that. But I think it is kind of like a nice surprise when relationships form kind of informally. Mm-hmm. I think both are important. Do you think the the challenges that people face in a hyper-connected world, we'll mm-hmm. say, because there's a lot coming at, yeah. at us as yeah. consumers, as business people, as men and women, you know, how, do, how do people 
balance and seek out the right guidance versus uh, navigate it themselves. Is there a perfect mix for that? Does it depend on the events you're going through in life and work? As you mentioned, you know, you were taking on a, a personal goal and you were also mm-hmm. going up for a promotion, which yeah. sounds like it drove some of that mm-hmm. outreach and, and formalizing some of that mentorship. How do you think? How do you think it's changing, kind of in today's in today's world where there's a lot coming at us? Yeah. Well, here's here's what I think about going about it yourself. Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of have this assumption when we're going through a life hurdle where it feels really unique to you. But then when you kind of lift your head up, you realize that, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, your experience isn't gonna be exactly replicated for someone else, but but other people have gone through the same things or similar things. Right. You can choose to go it alone, which I think that's kind of, that was my default before. Not intentionally, I just I think I just suffered in silence a lot more than other people do, but I think reaching out to other people and just allowing them to provide their perspective, at least for me, was really helpful. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you have to trust your gut and your intuition and go with that. I think in order to be to be smart about approaching difficult decisions, you have to, you know, really spend some time self-reflection and and reaching out to other people and getting a well-rounded opinion and then ultimately make a decision on your own. But I think it needs to be both. How do people go about that? gathering information, you know, kind of going back to our, our question around, is it too structured to, or too mm-hmm. formal to seek a mentor? You know, if you were to recommend to someone graduating yeah. and they said, how do you, how do you go about getting a mentor? Mm-hmm. What would your recommendations or, or, or advice to them be? So, um, and this is kind of what we talked about at the event that I had in my living room. Mm-hmm. So there's a variety of ways that you can approach it. You can approach actual people so for instance for me i'm really lucky because i look up to my older sister um, and she's 11 years older than i am so she's been in her career for a lot longer and has really great advice so she's usually one of the first people that i just kind of automatically go to Mm -hmm. so yeah i mean if there's family friends if there's family people that you know from internships whatever it is i think leverage those relationships but also to your point earlier we do have so much access to all this information out there whether it's books or people who have their own podcasts right like yourself <laughs> and yeah I, I think they're kind of like advice is everywhere you can find it so if you have a really specific question on a particular skill and an industry and a company or something just really really particular then I think you probably want to go to a person or you know go to that company and see kind of who you can get connected with but if it's just kind of like general life advice I mean there's advice everywhere so I think you just kind of have to look for it and as you look at not only work but your life and the amount of change going on how do you keep up with it how do you find that balance for yourself as someone who is charting their path, mm-hmm. as someone who is curious, as someone who is reaching out to others, but also performing as a, as a consultant? How do you balance it? So I was laughing about this the other day with a friend, but I was joking about embracing my quarter life crisis. Okay. <laughs> Which I don't know. I think did you have one or like a like a somewhat mid point crisis? So I would have to remember where I was when I was twenty five. <laughs> so I don't know. I think for me, I've been pretty easygoing about stuff, and 
even when times are difficult, I try to just take a breath and go through them and just kind of think about what's important and do my best to just kind of survive. But as far as just kind of embracing change, I mean, yeah, I think you go through a lot, especially after graduating from college. You see your friends who, for me, you know, my best friends, we lived together for four years. You know, even that first year after college, we all lived within like a four block radius of each other. And we all were kind of experiencing the same life events at the same time in kind of the same way. And so it was really easy to relate. Um, but then now all of us are kind of going our own way. Some people are getting married. Some people are moving or changing jobs. With jobs, you know, you, you kind of just think about how you're going to be proactive and intentional about letting it, you know, kind of like re-excite you again or find a way to keep it new. Um, but I do think that the way that you kind of survive or like thrive and change mm -hmm. is that you do have to kind of own it. I think in my experience, just kind of embracing that things are happening and then kind of doing your best to research whatever it sure. is um kind of going in with that mentality of like i'm gonna own this situation and make the best of it i think that's kind of how you are able to balance it at least that's what works for me so is in as you said in the driver's seat as opposed to the passenger seat yeah i'm owning it i'm navigating it yeah i'm embracing it i'm trying to thrive in it mm -hmm. um, and so what do i have to do to stay healthy here are the things i need to do. Okay, so I'm going to make sure to be diligent about that. What else is important to me? I don't know, my relationships. Like, what do I need to do to make sure I maintain my relationships? Or it's just kind of that that process of going through priorities and figuring out, like, to the detail what you need to do to be happy in each of those things and then just, like, sticking to the plan. That's what I did. And I think part of that is, if I recall, part of that was realizing you're not going through it alone. Yeah. So reaching out, as you yeah. said, to mentors, to others, to, to your sister, mm -hmm. to, to those that, you know, have probably been through this before mm -hmm. and, and having those conversations, which I imagine were probably something like, I'm experiencing this. Yeah. Is this normal? Yeah. Or what can I do to be better at this? Mm -hmm. As you think about kind of the, the year ahead, so we're already in February, what are you most excited for in 2017? Changing or if you think about the writing that you're doing for the blog, topics of leadership, mentorship, what most? What are you most excited for? I'm just in a really exciting time as a young woman. And I feel like every year that I get older, I start to get a little bit more edge and I care less about what people think about me. And I my I speak my opinions more and I think that's just kind of exciting mm -hmm. um there's a lot and I'm kind of trying to find like my next adventure I don't quite know what that is yet well we uh would love to stay tuned for what that is yeah. and in the future check back in with you so if, if folks wanted to look and read your blog mm -hmm. look up your blog where can they find it? So there's a couple of places. You can actually go to the blog itself, executivesontherise.com. And then it's the same Instagram handle, okay. too. And then for Twitter, it's just as execs on the rise. So it's like an abbreviated version. So you got the blog, you got Instagram, and you got Twitter. Yeah. So you can have the social media. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Julia, for your time today. Thanks, Bill. We really appreciate this, and we look forward to keeping in touch and seeing what, what 2017 brings for you. Thanks.